Welcome to the Say Yes Movement Podcast with Heather and John, where we help you with your professional and personal growth, helping you say yes to all the scary stuff. Hey, Heather, how's it going? It's going good. It's Monday. It's the day of the week that, you know, everything should be just starting. And I'll tell you, I am not on fire yet, John. I need some help with my energy. <laughs> all right. I love it. Have any tips for that? I, yeah, I, no, definitely, definitely, definitely. I have been, um, yeah, no, I, I've done my workout this morning. I, you know, one of the things I've committed to over the last month is just doing a little bit of yoga every day. Ooh. And um, yeah, no, I'm telling you, it's uh, it's no easy task. They're like, oh, but today's yoga was terrific because it was restorative yoga, which means okay. you pretty much lie on your back and you just like do movements, but you're lying on your back while you're doing them. So it was a, a great way to kick off, uh, a great way to kick off the Monday and just to, to just get some movement in. You know, one of the things, you know, this already, you know, I'm, I'm passionate about is just 30 minutes of movement daily can change your life, right? So I got onto the bike this morning. I did a little bit of bike riding, and then I did my restorative yoga. And yes, my energy is here, but it's it's grounded, right? You know how sometimes when you get energy, it's like, you know, all over the place? Um, my energy is like, I'm good. I'm happy. You know, like I'm just, I'm present. So yeah, no, I got a couple of tips to, to raise up the, to raise the roof, you know, as they were to say, uh, and part of it is, um, you know, just get into moving your body, right? Yeah. Like get into a power pose, get into, you know, a strong, uh, a winning pose, something that just activates you, right? Like one of the things I learned from Tony Robbins years ago is you connect your physiology and your psychology together. So if you're feeling like, ah, move your body, because if you're just sitting, there's not a lot of energy there. So you can like just rock it out you know there's a bunch of different things that you can do what do you need help with heather i'm here well, well here's the thing and and the awareness is so clear to me but it's you know i still have to live through the reminders two things uh create our energy sleep and food mm. and if you're you know i i think yesterday was the first day that i didn't take a little baby nap in the afternoon from the jet lag <laughs> and it was a tough day like i had to force myself through it and then I had uh, our our after Thanksgiving because I was away for Thanksgiving. And so I had some turkey and I love turkey. But of course, turkey has all of those um, chemicals in it that, you know, make you want to sleep. So, you know, it was a it was a tough day. And, and of course, when you're eating turkey, you overeat. So those two things is what I chose to do yesterday. And they have an effect on my energy this morning. I can feel it. I can feel mm -hmm. that I'm just pulling myself along a little bit harder than I need to. And I love your idea of just just get some movement and just mm -hmm. you know restorative yoga is a commitment to yourself as well and oftentimes we're like oh, i'm uh, you know i'm not running on the treadmill i'm not lifting weights and and so i'm not i'm just not going to work out well actually meditation you know restorative yoga these types of things are going to help with your energy and your mindset so you know just because we teach this stuff john doesn't mean that we live it every day and and sometimes <laughs> turkey gets in the way of of feeling the your best version of yourself of course it's turkey plus dessert plus all the other good stuff that comes with yeah <laughs> no you know this is a great reminder because we're coming up to the holidays right so now is as we go into american thanksgiving which pretty much kicks off the christmas season here in north america it's all about food right it's all about getting together having dinners having you know gatherings and 
the food, like you're right, you know, a big part of it a, is making sure you get enough sleep. Listen, I'm with you. Like I felt like that yesterday too. And I didn't have any turkey. I just like, you know, the energy, but I did, you know, this is, this is bad. So I'll share this with the world. But, you know, when I watch a TV show, I really get into it. And you and I, we talked a little bit about this on Friday, was Ted Lasso. You know, so I, I got to the end of Ted Lasso. And can I tell you, it's a tearjerker. Like, Aww. bring out, bring out the tissues, right? Like, you, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to feel the, like, I've never missed a TV show the way I've missed the ending of Ted Lasso, which is kind of weird. I think the last time was when Cheers ended way back in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you feel sad like it's done right like we were at the end of it but what i loved about it is you know in the show itself it actually addresses a lot of issues mental health issues um you know the way we 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 interact with each other the way we respect each other and what i loved about the show is the, the way he brought the team together now if you haven't seen the show, i invite you to go watch it but as you get into the second into the third season it's all about team, right? He, he sacrifices himself and he actually gets into a place of gratitude and forgiveness. Which, mm. Wow. Leadership lessons wow. all around. I've only watched <laughs> two episodes. It was free on the plane. I, I don't have Apple TV, which is where it's streaming, but um, maybe I'll, I'll get it because it was so good. I was hooked by two. And you're right. Here is a gentleman that was set up to fail. And how often do us as humans mm. feel that we're set up to fail? And yet he went at it by bringing the team together. And this is only the first two episodes that I've seen. And I've yeah. already seen that this is his leadership style. And so, you know, think about what is your personal leadership style? And could you actually bring a team together to do what seems impossible? Would your leadership style get you through that? And what about your leadership style would be your success pattern? This is a question that many leaders do not know their personal answer to. And it actually means that they cannot successfully repeat patterns because they don't know which patterns are working. So looking at your own leadership patterns, what you stand for, how your values show up is a huge part of being a strong, self-aware, self-led leader. Yeah. Well, you know, what was really interesting, I don't know if you got to this part, so I'm, I'm, I apologize. I don't want to be spoiling. Spoiler it. alerts. Yeah, yeah. So he's got a word. Do you remember the word that he used no, when, when he met the yet. team? For the, okay, so maybe it's in the oh, third yes, 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 I do. Yes, 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 right. So so that word became the foundation. And I think about it and what's remind, you know, what that's reminding me of is the words that we set out for ourselves at the beginning of the year. Mm. and i don't think I, it's a spoiler i think we can actually share the word because okay. he, he writes it on like a, a piece of paper it's just you know like a yellow like, bristol board yeah it's really uh, you know as as easy and as kindergartenish as it can get and then he uses you know masking tape to put it up or maybe it was athletic tape i'm not sure to put it up on the wall but the word is believe mm -hmm. believe and yeah. if that is the foundation now for so much more to happen, John, I can completely see that he activated that lexicon from the first day that he was with the team. The team didn't know what it meant yet. They didn't know what his values were, but he put it out there for display to say, and he said, I'm going to change this locker room up. He didn't mean by putting one piece of paper and one word up. He meant the 
feeling. He meant the uh, expectations. He meant how people are going to work together in that building, in that room. When you walk into that locker room, you are part of the team. You're not an individual anymore. And so that one word, even though I only saw what he put it up on the wall, I can see how it creates a community. It creates a culture. It creates an expectation of what to think and what to say and what to do. And that is a leadership style that all of us can learn from. Yeah, no, and I'm wondering how many of us have that word inside of our own departments, inside of our own organizations. You know, do we have a word that we stand behind? Mm. And what happens? Do we keep going back to it? Even when it's good, we believe. When it's bad, we believe. Like, it's just, it's just a word that's there to anchor you in a way of being. And you're right, you know, one of the things that I loved about this particular show was he was able to make those shifts and transformations in people through this word of believe, because at the mm. beginning, nobody believed, wow. right? Like they, there was a word that they called and I'm not going to share it here, but there was an English word that they called him. Uh, and despite that, he still believed, right? And everybody, you're right, you know, and how many times... Listen, in my career, I, I saw it, right? Like I, I got into a position where people positioned me to fail, right? People positioned me to, you know, like, I hate to say this, but I was being sabotaged at every corner. But mm. you know, just like Ted, I held on to the belief that I could do this. I, I held on to the belief that we could do better, that we can actually excel. And it took me three months to turn this team around. Mm -hmm. I kind of felt like Ted Tasso, you know, Ted Lasso for a minute. You know, back in the in the in the late '90s, early 2000s, when I stepped into this, you know, my first management role, and it was like nobody believed that I could actually do this. And it's like, yeah. okay, so how do you you gotta you gotta move you gotta be steady with your your conviction that it's gonna get done and that you can make things better. And it was all about bringing the team together. And this is what I love about together. the show. And uh, because that's what it all comes down to, because we don't do this on our own. I don't you no. know any leaders out there that think, you know, you're yes, you're the captain of the ship, but you're not the one, you know, leading everything on the ship. It's the team that helps you get to the destination. Well, and the team is watching you, right? So they're looking for cracks. They're looking for that moment where, well, if he doesn't believe or if she doesn't believe, then I'm not going to believe either. But if you are so consistent and so on track all the time for your belief system, then they're going to start to wonder, what am I missing? What what does that person know that I don't know? Mm. And they'll, they'll start to see the cracks in their own belief systems. You know, I have a similar example, John, to you where, you know, someone gave me a team that was failing and it was sort of a lost cause. And they said, you know, do what you, what you will with it, but we don't know if this is viable anymore. And I thought, well, good Lord, how are we going to get <laughs> anywhere if that's the belief system? And so I went in with the complete opposite belief system and realized that the people on the team, they felt the same way too. They felt it was a lost cause. Why should they work hard? You know, mm. everyone was going to possibly be let go in the company. And literally I moved that company and moved that team from 50 people to 1500 people in three, three years. So, you know, the, wow. growth, the growth was there and the opportunity was there, but people couldn't see it because they could 
just see the problems. And oftentimes the problem seems so big and overwhelming that we can't see past the problem to the possibility that's right in front of us. And that's the, the hallmark of a good leader is that the problem is just what's right in front of them. It's just a little speed bump. And actually what they can see is through that mountain, through that speed bump and to the other side. And what people are going to feel like, what they're going to see, how they're going to celebrate, and who's going to be at the finish line with them. And mm. good leaders can see all of those things and then paint a picture for everyone else to see, but sprinkles it. You know, if you, yeah. if you go out and say, you know, things that are <laughs> so incredibly crazy, people won't jump on board, but you have to give them small little breadcrumbs and then show them, look, that breadcrumb came true. That breadcrumb came true. That one came true. Before you know it, you've got uh, people on your side that are like, you know what, this is going somewhere. I'm going to stick with it. All right. So I want to deep dive into this because I'm, I'm, I'm like breadcrumbs. Okay. You got to give us at least one breadcrumb. Like what does that look like in terms of getting, so but this is exactly what happened in the show, right? Like there was these little breadcrumbs that Ted, you know, he started to kind of dish out to his players, dish out to this team. And, you know, what you don't know about the show is, you know, he's a football coach and he goes to the UK to coach a soccer team or a football team in Europe. And he's got no past experience in that field of work. Right. So here he is. He's a coach because he was hired to really destroy the team. Uh, but he anyways, he doesn't destroy the team. He makes it much better. But there were things that he did, those small actions, those breadcrumbs. So, Heather, I want to know from you. So what was one of those breadcrumbs that you started to lay out the path to get to, you know, from 50 to 1500, that actually sounds like a, an article or a book or something from five, from 50 to 1500. What were one or two breadcrumbs that you started to lay out for people? Well, you know, just like Ted Lasso had the lexicon of believe my lexicon mm. was imagine. And so mm. I would say to the team, you know, imagine when not imagine if imagine when and then fill in the blanks. So you can fill that in with whatever. Imagine when we were the top performing team. Imagine when people are looking at us going, what is going on over there? Imagine mm. when we are cohesive as a team and knocking off these milestones that no other team has ever done before. So this uh, lexicon of and the word imagine was something that was used all the time because then it wasn't Heather's vision. I was inviting the team to actually imagine it with me, but their own version. So however far their belief systems could imagine, that's mm -hmm. where they would go. And then what I would do is say, what did you see when you imagine that? What did you feel when you imagine that? So I'm actually inviting the team to activate what winning feels like. And they didn't, they, they had no idea what oh, winning wow. looked like, felt like, but they started to let that in a little bit. And so that word imagine when, and it's really, really mm. important that the language is imagine when because if you say imagine if then there's a choice there's an there's it, you can or you cannot yeah. and th so the language is so so important and john me and you know that language is so important from a lexicon point of view from a culture point of view but also from a how to get your brain and emotions connected this is our neurolinguistic programming uh, teaching and that one word shift can change everything in fact it can give you access to someone's imagination and their emotional regulation so they may actually have emotions that aren't 
directly related to what they're what what you want them to imagine, but they are the roadblocks to you getting through your team. So you want those emotions to come up. So when I would say imagine when people would would put up their hand and they go, that's not possible, Heather, because <laughs> and they would like give me all of these reasons why it wasn't possible. And that was gold. I was like <laughs> loving all yes. of that because if I just asked them why it's not possible, I would have just got crickets. I would have just got silence. But because I evoked an emotional response, I got that emotional response. And mm. then I then I have something to work with. So this is perfect. Yeah. So that would be one of the breadcrumbs is that word imagine, imagine. when. Imagine when, and I think that's the key word. It's not so much imagine, but it's when, mm. right? Because that actually, you know, as you're saying, I'm like, wow, like what a shift, right? Because if you take it to if, it's like, if it happens, you know, this is even when I'm coaching, one of the words, and actually when I'm being coached too, I have a coach that says, you know, there's no more ifs, it's when, right? So when mm. you accomplish this, when you finish this, when you get to this particular level, that one little word is the word that shifts it for you. Yes. And then you put a, an incredibly powerful word like imagine or believe in front of that. Believe when we win. Believe when we connect. Believe when we get to where we want to get to. Because it's well, not and, even – sorry, go ahead. Go no, ahead. no. And believe in the person. So, so imagine mm. when we as a team achieve X – and I believe that you're the best person to help us get there. Whoa. Imagine saying that to someone. Imagine and believe together. And I believe in you. Because if I believe in you as a leader, how can you not believe in yourself? You can't fight me on that. You can't. <laughs> yeah. can't I believe in you. And, and actually, I believe in anybody that reports to me because everyone brings something unique to the team. And each of those per unique qualities are what makes this culture, this, 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 this success. So we, I want everyone on the team to play to their best of their abilities. Yeah. No, listen, I love it. We got two minutes. But the question is, what happens, and you kind of touched on this, but I want to deep dive just a little more in two minutes. You know, when that person no longer believes or that person no longer thinks, like it's just, you're right. You know, there, there's going to be those people that are going to be resistant to that. They're resistant to the change, resistant to doing a new way of thing, a mm. new way of something. So what would what would a conversation look like? You know, like in like just two minutes. I know this is like a whole other podcast in itself. <laughs> but like well, in two minutes, like what would you that, say? I think the word resistance is really important. We all often have people that you know that that are leaders on teams, they're not able to change, they're not able to, and we call them resistant, we call them not able to manage through that. But a good leader will actually figure out what's going on and mm. what are they afraid of? And you can actually ask that question and be very direct, right? I, as a leader, I think directness is something that people are not familiar with. And imagine someone just came up to you and said, John, I've noticed that you're not on board for X. Tell me all of the reasons why you don't think this is possible and let's work through them together. And mm. you're going to resist right away because you might be already in defense mode. And I'm just going to show you, I just want to know what's in your head. Let's do this together. And that is, you know, oftentimes resistance means you are missing something and you're interpreting their behavior as resistant, but maybe they actually have a better idea. Maybe there's another way that they haven't expressed vocally. So you got to give them a voice. Now, of course, mm. there are people that then continue to sabotage. Now, there's a difference between resistance and sabotage. 
sabotage is on the negative spectrum. And those people, I'm sorry to say, will be eliminated from my team. I feel like I'm on a, on a, on a show, like a reality TV show, but sabotage is different than resistance. Yes. No, no, listen, I'm with you 100%. Like I said, it's a whole episode, or maybe this is one of those things that we unpack in another episode. But yeah, I know dealing with that change, dealing, you're right, resistance is different from sabotage. As long as you're not being sabotaged, you can work with that person and that team member. So mm -hmm. something to remember as we go into the week. Listen, this has been fantastic. So for those that want to learn more about Ted Lasso, it's on Apple TV. I definitely invite you to go check it out. Heather, what's our big takeaway for today for okay. you know the start of the week and the end of the month? Because the next time we get together, we will be in November and we're kicking off a new month. Ooh, I love this. So imagine when and fill in your own blank. So this is a journal <laughs> exercise. This shouldn't even take more than five minutes. So this is a five minute exercise you could do right now and just fill in the blanks. Imagine when I feel energized and healthy. Imagine when and then pick one, circle one of those imagine when statements and just start to put some actions towards that. Now think bigger. You can think, imagine when I feel something for this weekend, but you can also start to think about 2024. And John, me and you, we're putting together our program to help people get ready for 2024. We're going to make those announcements very, very soon. But imagine when you are the best version of yourself in the very near future. That's what's going to awesome. happen next. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. So that, that wraps up this episode of the Say Yes Movement Podcast. Thank you for listening in. And if you want to learn more, connect with Heather and I. If you want to learn more about some of the upcoming programs that we have as well, connect with us. We would love to chat with you. Just remember, when you shift your mindset, you shift your life. Wishing you all a great one. Talk to you all soon. Take care.